Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by an anonymous donation, and the person sending me their request has this to say. Hi Sandman, in light of the recent Matt Taylor incident, I've wanted to ask you how do you see the future of space exploration as well as new discoveries? Because if anything, it was space exploration that should have given men the opportunity to become free of the presence and influence of women. An opportunity to do what we do best, build highways for mankind's next big step. In recent times, there's an obvious pattern repeating itself. Men have the initiative, do absolutely most of the work, but their white knight PC-trained minds tell them that they should include women in their success as well. A perfect example of this is the Project Mars One. Even though the majority of applicants were men, the program's creator, Bas Lansdorp, insisted that the mission have a 50-50 gender ratio. He dismissed the principle of equality of opportunity in the name of equality of outcome which means male applicants had a much harder time to make it to the second round of selection due to the gender quotas, and all this so there would be more vaginas in space. If he had insisted on equal numbers of women going for reproductive reasons, I'd have sympathy for that, but that's not the case here. Sending women to Mars is almost all in the name of good interplanetary reality television. And even though it's understandable from a business perspective, at the end of the day it still all comes down to pure white knighting for the female sex. So my question is, will women continue to get equal glory for unequal toil? Or will this lenient attitude towards women continue from infinity and beyond? And I couldn't agree with a possible sci-fi solution that you suggested, i.e. technology changing male and female nature in any way in the future, because it has become more than clear by now that male scientists would never allow such a thing. You'd never interfere with the sacred female, or free a male from his desire to cater to her, if anything, they grovel and cry publicly whenever the Divine Collective imagines a reason to be displeased. Just think of Matt Taylor. P.S. One of the main two reasons why Lance Dorp himself isn't going to make history and become the first man on Mars is because his girlfriend didn't want to come along with him on this one-way trip. So instead of becoming a space hero, he remained a terrestrial mangina. What a fool. So you see, Sandman, there's nothing wrong with women working alongside men. But when it comes to achieving greatness and pushing the boundaries, they just stand in the way because they're too afraid to take the necessary risks and make the ultimate sacrifices. But for the sake of inclusiveness and of not hurting anyone's feelings, we all have to pretend otherwise. I can't wait to hear what you make of all of this. And I think it was Lansdorp himself that mentioned that the astronauts will be advised not even to have any sexual contact, all in the fear of procreating. Yes, it would be dangerous for the development of a fetus, but sooner or later, we'll go there, and that's the point, regardless of the mission itself. This is all a great example of how men bow down to women's wants and make sure that women get equal glory, because God forbid, they don't, and it will extend farther than our trip to Mars. That's actually something that I want, to hear from you how much longer men will pretend that we're equally ambitious and capable of doing such things. If Martian diversity proves to be a disaster, will men continue insisting on women going? Because let's be honest, it will always be men who initiate such great things. Well, thanks for your comments and questions, Mr. Anonymous. Now let me get on with the answers. With regards to glory, women will always get equal glory for unequal toil, so long as men are ruled by their hearts. Most people think that men are either ruled by their big heads or their little ones. But many people forget that some men are actually ruled by their hearts. I was never ruled by my dick, but for me I always ended up following my heart then my big head, and then my little one, in that particular order. Now that order has basically been changed. First and foremost, I follow the mind, 
then my dick, and then finally my heart. And I've accepted this as the new essence of my being. And I would rather be cold and heartless as a man than a warm-hearted sucker. I tried many times to have a warm and open heart, and it was torn to shreds by women's words and deeds. Now whenever I start to feel something for a woman, my mind overrides my heart. This painful lesson is too much to go through again. And men will always tend to give women more glory than they deserve, because each new generation of men doesn't learn from the lessons of their fathers. Because their fathers are too busy being manginas and sucking up to their own women. They don't protect their sons from the harpy horrors of a man's heart. Men will certainly give the glory of space exploration to women. Just look at the latest film Interstellar. I haven't seen it yet, but Anne Hathaway is one of the lead astronauts sent off to save humanity. And she probably gets to reap the glory all for herself. But she basically didn't develop the technology to get there. Most astronauts will continue to be men for a very long time. Men will continue to be free of women in space, so long as space travel continues to require highly advanced training. It's also not very safe to travel into space these days. And I recently met an 11-year-old girl whose father is paying to send her up into space through Virgin Galactic. He's not going himself, but instead paying a ticket for her to go up. She would become the youngest official female astronaut in the world at the age of 11 or 12. He worked his ass off to pay for a ticket to space, and he gives it to his daughter. She takes the glory. But now I wonder if he's going to reconsider after the most recent crash. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. By Spaceship 2, Virgin Galactic spacecraft due to pilot error. Men are risking their lives as test pilots for Virgin so that they can give glory to young girls who know nothing about the pioneering spirit. I was young enough to remember when the space shuttle Challenger blew up in the 1980s with a female schoolteacher civilian on board. I remember that she was one of the people on the space shuttle, but I don't remember anything about the men that went up and died with her. Women are obsessed with safety, and I don't think that most women would want to go into space because of all the safety risks. It's only the really passionate women that are willing to risk their lives that go up into space these days. The men that want to give women glory for space, I believe, are actually ruled by their hearts. And they're so desperate to see women as equals that they're willing to give them credit blindly. When I was in my early to mid-twenties, I brought my girlfriend into my internet business because I was desperate to work and succeed with her. I wanted her to appreciate success as well as hard work and be as smart as myself. And in the end, I did 70% of the work and even ended up giving her income for things that she never worked on. Even after we broke up, I continued to send her checks for many years to come. It was enough for her to make a sizable down payment on a house and money to live on. And I did it because it was the right thing to do, or so I thought. Even after I ended up buying her a Christmas gift and she criticized me for it, I still continued to give her things. With regards to the Mars One project, it's probably never going to get off the ground. Private space companies are having problems getting suborbital. If they are serious about going to Mars, why don't they try the moon first? Or why don't they try to build the space station first and have it inhabited by contestants? Why not do things one step at a time? But let's entertain the possibility that Mars One takes off and heads for Mars. I could see it as a publicity stunt where the first person to set foot on Mars would actually be a woman. It would make much better television and certainly be something for the history books. 
Men build the ships to travel through space, and wouldn't it be ironic if it was a woman that took the first steps on another planet? If the Mars One project did this, then they would dishonor all of the men that died throughout history, throughout aviation history, trying to take flying machines to new heights. And even if Mars One gets to Mars, staffing it with half-females would probably doom the entire expedition. Even with the proper training, I'm not sure if a woman could go up there and make the hard life-or-death decisions based on split-second choices. Most women don't know how to fix their own computers, or even how to diagnose a technical problem. And many women I know discard their smartphones for new ones, as soon as there's even the slightest glitch with their existing phone. Are we really to believe that it won't be men maintaining and fixing everything that goes wrong with Mars One spacecraft while it's trying to get to Mars, while women continue to spend their time chatting with Earth as well as each other? I remember watching 2001 A Space Odyssey and thinking to myself how a cold and calculating artificial intelligence would be capable of killing men, and how that would be the ultimate form of torment in space. There are also countless films about space aliens attacking and killing men. But in space, the worst thing that can probably happen to you is to become a glorified janitor, taking care of the other people on board, mostly women. And if women can't have children in space, then their chief role by nature, which is giving birth, is useless and lower zero gravity. And the only value they have at that point is their sexuality. And if the organizers of Mars One are trying to dissuade their astronaut candidates from having sex with each other, then what's the point? Do they really expect to put a bunch of sexually frustrated people together in a tin can, and shoot them out into space in close quarters, and not expect them to start sleeping with each other. And then they'd basically be stuck with each other for life as well. I don't know about you, but this sounds like absolute torture. A mission to Mars with women on it would make a great spectacle for reality television. Everyone would want to know what happens to the astronauts. And it's a novel way to get people to another planet to have it funded through advertising as well as donations. But the organizers are foolish if they think that there won't be any sexuality expressed on the voyage. And if you're wondering about sex in space, apparently it's never happened before. And who would want to clean up a zero-gravity cum shot off the control panels? And there wouldn't be any privacy for the astronauts either. Who knows, many of them might even actually have their first space orgy. There are so many places on Earth that look like other planets. If you want to see what the surface of Mars looks like, then travel through the deserts of Earth. Travel to the southwest United States or North Africa, and you'll feel like you're actually on another planet. And Mr. Anonymous, you also say that mainstream male scientists wouldn't allow us to change male or female nature and genetically modify women to think and feel like men. But I believe that won't stop some rogue geneticist in some rogue state from doing it instead. And if he was ever able to breed enough Nawalt-type women, then men would run to his side and marry those women. Even many women have come out and said that the female body is divine, and therefore we shouldn't actually genetically modify it. But evolution is a bitch in today's modern world. And the human species just isn't right for this man-made world that we live in. As for myself, I've always wanted to go into space, and still might go up if the cost of Virgin Galactic tickets comes down to ten dollars or $20,000 in the next 10 years. But I'll make sure that plenty of paying female customers go ahead of me to make sure that it's safe. Anyways, that's all I've got to say for today. Thanks again to my anonymous donor, and thank you everyone else for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.